It's Monday. Kind of. It's morning. Kind of. And it's definitely macabre. Welcome, gang. Uh, two for two, two this week to make up for the previous week. Yeah, we owe you this uh, one. This one's for you. This one's for real ones. Um, this one's yeah. only for real ones. Hey, if you're not a real one, what <laughs> shut are you doing? Why are you listening? It's so Go easy be to a be fake a... one somewhere else. It's so easy to be a real one nowadays too. You just you just put on it's, social media that it's you're in your a phone. Real one. You have a fo- you have a computer in your pocket, dude. Yeah, just be a real one. You're a real one. Hey, you're a real one. Hey, I don't. Let's get serious. Say this. I don't think we say this enough. You're a real one. <laughs> you're a real one. You're a real one. Um, welcome. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Sconey. Yo, give me some some super g- cool news about your house. Oh, man. So a guy came over. So we're putting in new kitchen floors, right? This is what everyone wants to hear about when they tune in. Guy comes over. He has all these lasers. He's measuring shit with his lasers. Like he's Catherine Zeta-Jones or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, hey, this floor is all weird. And we're like, we know. We told you about that and we want to know how much it costs to fix it and he's like i don't know it's gonna be expensive and we're like well what the he's fuck like, does that know, mean it's weird and he's like i can't tell you how much it will cost and i'm like what <laughs> we play this game here where we don't tell you we do it and then give you a check yeah it's called the irs game where they just fucking Not don't tell you how much you owe yeah. and they're like i don't know <laughs> don't worry you'll figure it out so uh yeah really? that's super stressful because i can't budget for something i've that is quote unquote expensive but I have no idea what how much it's gonna be. So that's I love that stress. But love that for you. Other than that, I've also just like I feel like Darcy. Do you ever watch the Ernest movies? Like Ernest goes uh, dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ernest goes <laughs> ape shit. No. <laughs> yeah, Ernest goes hard on the track. Yes, uh, those. Uh, I feel like I gotta watch. I've all never of actually them. watched them, but I know of them. I feel like that's a, a movie series that people like slightly younger than us have no idea what that is. Oh, for sure. Like Ernest, I think most people we know probably don't know what that is. Well, I've seen Ernest scared stoop. No, you you think people don't know Ernest? I don't think. I think you could ask a lot of people we know, and they would have no idea what you're Ugh, talking about. They suck, though. Those people, I know <laughs> yeah, who you're well, talking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and they suck, and they're listening, and they're thinking, "Do I is suck?" That me? And yeah, if you're wondering, you it is you. If you have to ask, yeah. if you have to ask, I don't know what Ernest is. Yes, it's you. Yeah, then mm, you're the problem. But I, I do watch Ernest Scared Stupid at least once a year around this yeah. time because it's wonderful and weird. And I, yeah, I just found out that it started when like that character he made was just a commercial for this, like, I don't remember if it was a state park or a trailer park, but... He was just like, they were just like, go nuts. Just like make up a character and advertise this park. And he was like, okay. (laughs) And he just did that. And then they were like, let's make eight movies. (laughs) Hey, do you want to sign this contract? Hollywood was sick back in the day. You just like did nonsense. Amen. I guess he's like, like modern YouTubers that are now considered actors and are getting put in movies. Yeah. I can't wait to see that new Logan Paul movie. It's going to be sick. Um, it's going to be so tight. So tight. can't believe they cast him as both Batman and Martin Luther King in the same film. I think it's going to be maybe the tightest. I think it just makes sense if you look at the canon. Yeah. I think from a lore perspective, it, it adds up. So I'm excited. 
You know what? Um, I'm also excited. <laughs> uh, my son has foot and mouth disease. Wait, he's putting his foot in his mouth? Foot, hand, is, foot, is mouth. Is he still, at Pick what one. age do kids grow out of the ability to do that? Because that's like something babies uh, do all the time. And then it, like, I don't think I could. Hold on, I'm trying right now. Um, yeah, I think, well, you can. I, it's just I don't think much I rarer right in adults. I, I just have too much on my plate. Oh, God. It's... <laughs> Uh, but we got a message on Monday from daycare being like, hey, uh, some jabroni has... F- what is going on? <laughs> I really hurt my leg trying to put my foot in my mouth. See, Can't this do it. Is, Can't do it. Everyone, just a reminder to everyone, Scones is a different age bracket than I, I am. am. So, just a reminder. Uh, but my son, the daycare was like, hey, some jabron got... Has has hand, foot, and mouth disease. Uh, we'll let you know if we see any symptoms in any of the kids. And then, like, two hours later, we got a call from them being like, hey, <laughs> your son has running a fever, and he needs to go home. And we're like, fuck. So, so your feet and your mouth give you a fever? Wow. How, what is this disease? It's just a – it's, like, almost like a chicken pox where it, like – he's just covered in, like, red, like, blistery things. Oh, my God. It's not good. No, that it's also, definitely is not that good. also like AIDS. Like you get covered uh, in red blistery things. That I have less experience with. Um, Are you sure? But have I can tell seen... you that. I... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I've seen what? I was gonna say Dallas Buyers Club, but <laughs> I have seen Dallas Buyers Club, and he has not looked so much <laughs> like that. Good. Um, good. No, but you don't want but, your son yeah, looking he's... like that. He's very uncomfortable, and he wakes up a lot in the nighttime now. For the for, and this Ooh. is like last six to ten days. Although now he's he might be a werewolf. Like four. Oh, I didn't think about this. Werewolves are very uncomfortable. A little lichen action. Lichen, I hardly know. Werewolves are very uncomfortable uh, and wake up in the nighttime a lot. Yeah, well, specifically like certain nights, but yes. Uh, but he's like day four. He's doing pretty good now. Nice. Uh, so that's good. So that's been my super fun week and I've gotten no sleep and you know, in like the club music when they're like, we don't fucking go to bed, baby. And like, then it's like a bass play. Yeah, yes. Uh, go to bed, baby. <laughs> it's way better. <laughs> I don't know, guys. They sound pretty excited. Nah, baby, go to bed. <laughs> if you get one thing out of this podcast, it's that baby, go to bed. Baby, Come on, baby. All right, Scones, I've got something to talk about. Heck yeah. Uh, do you know the story of Foxcatcher? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. You think so? It's deeply baby. macabre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, That's yeah. the point of the show. Hey. <laughs> I got bad news for you. Yeah, so I was, Steve I was flipping Carell. around on, on YouTube, and YouTube's been just recommending me, like, dramatic scenes from films for some reason yes. i don't know why like it's like robin williams in like uh what the the park bench scene in goodwill hunting and you're like okay and then it'll just be other and this the climax of this story was one of these uh scene uh, uh recommendations and i was like oh i don't think we've talked about this on the podcast so let's Let's chit chat about it. it uh, Steve Carell movie with uh, yes, who, Stephen Carroll yeah. and uh, the Hulk. Which one? Um, the newest one. What's his face? Oh, Mark uh, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Not. Uh, not not David Banner. Not Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> not Lou Ferrigno. 
That would be very funny. Uh, <laughs> wait, is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I might have said David Banner as in the rapper, and I meant Bruce Banner, Banner being Bruce like, Banner, not David Banner. I knew what you meant. David Banner is a rapper. Uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about John DuPont, Dave Schultz, and the true story of Foxcatcher. Catcher, catcher, catcher. Catcher. Band. Ring, ring, hey, ring. Band, it's time. Play. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Where's the source Go from, Darcy? I've got. I, I'll give you t- three letters to guess. Okay. Wait. What? Are you gonna give me three letters? You, I don't understand the no, game. No. 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 You. You. You guess the name of this publication with three letters. CNN. No. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> ATI. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Back at it again with the white Mark- birds. Mark Oliver, John Karofsky, hitting us with another. Also, wait, hubby. did did the last the last podcast on the left? Did they get in trouble for something? What? Uh, the one of the guys is in trouble. Oh, but they're still going. We can't swoop in on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think so. I want to swoop in on that. Uh, Spotify exclusive to... money, but I guess we can't. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine the production them... value of this show if we had that kind of money? Oh man. I mean, we'd probably get it out on time. We'd cure, we'd cure <laughs> foot and mouth disease, dude. Oh, that's a good idea. I think I already figured out the cure anyway, though. I think I don't get that disease right now because I can't put my foot in my mouth. So I think you just got to do that. True. Yeah. Yep. That's that's actually the that's how it works. You get so old, you can't do it anymore. Just like you, I remember, I remember Scones at twenty two. He was obsessed with putting his foot in his mouth. Both too. at the same time. Yeah, he was like, yo, watch this. I was a killer out at the bars in our college town. <laughs> Just rolling around. Um, so anyway, on January 26th, 1996, Dave Schultz, one of America's most accomplished Olympic wrestlers, was... Well, do I want to give away the ending, like, at the start? No, or should we just talk no, about don't it? don't give it okay. away. Don't give All it away. Right. Give it away now. Okay. okay. Here's the true story. <laughs> so, Foxcatcher. Yes. And John E. DuPont. So, I don't know if you've ever heard of the DuPonts, listener, but they got a little bit of the cashola. A little bit. Uh, a little bit of the old American royalty, baby. Uh, so, born November 22nd, 1938, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, PA, John E. DuPont was American royalty as a member of the family behind the DuPont Chemical Company. His family raised thoroughbred horses on their 800-acre farm in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. These are like a young du- the worst kind of... These are always the people that commit the worst things and have documentaries yeah, on the Netflix. Ones who are it's just, like, yep. what's the one, the trial happening right now? The Jinx. Oh, never mind. Uh, but the Ginger family. I don't know. I don't know. The Murdoz. The Murdochs. Murdoz. Mur, 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 in the mur, speedboat accident. You, know, you haven't heard of that? I've heard of Kevin O'Leary in a speedboat accident. Wait, the shark? Yeah, he, he and his <laughs> wife uh, ended someone's life. Oh, uh, no. I don't think, I think it was not necessarily their fault, but I think that's also, I don't know enough to like really comment on Wait, it. Wait, hold on. Did anyway. something similar 
to that happen to Christopher Walken? Uh, I don't Didn't know. Did he maybe secretly kill somebody think back in the day? You're right. I think you're right. But any hoozle. Hoozle. Uh, so <laughs> Johnny Dupont. He wandered the grounds, obsessing over birds and wildlife, a small refuge from an isolated childhood. Inside his mansion, Dupont was an incredibly lonely child. His father was rarely at home, and his siblings, who were far older than him, barely acknowledged that he was alive. Uh, the only friend he thought he had was the son of his chauffeur. Although in time, Dupont would find out that his mother had paid the boy to pretend to like him. Oh, no. He sounds like Tom Riddle. Well, yeah, that's... Uh... So, uh, okay. Scones, what if I told you your mom pays me every week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. This is how she chimes in. She's on the call. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing? (laughs) My earpiece is, I'm getting texted out the wazoo right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting shot at currently. Um, So your mom pays me 25 cents a week. Wow. When did she start? Because that. Well, it was 1928. I am an immortal friend being. You inherited the contract. Quite the racket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just say your grandfather was a swell dude. He sure was. Uh, <laughs> so, it didn't help that innately DuPont was eccentric to say the least. He later earned a doctorate in natural sciences and founded the Delaware Museum of Natural History. Oh, that's But rad. still desperate. Yeah. Why so... is he becoming a cool guy? Yeah, he starts cool. <laughs> no, he starts lame when he's a kid, but then he becomes cool. Yeah. Uh, he's still desperate for a sense of value in his life, so he turns to wrestling, as we all do. <laughs> I hate when the the Museum of Natural History I founded <laughs> is yeah. it giving me value, so I gotta go wrestle and not so, like yeah, I gotta go uh, not yeah. like cool wrestling like WWE like lame no like wrestling. sport yeah like Olympic. So he tried other sports too, like swimming and pentathlon. Dude, this is a even nerd. Those aren't sports, dude. Come on. <laughs> dude, uh, he earned a spot on the 1976 Olympic team. Cool, dude. But so... I also swam in high school, and I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's cooler <laughs> than football. Like, come on. Uh, oh, this is, a big, this is a big thing. He lost both testicles after an injury in a horse riding accident. Um, You're just throwing so many facts at me about this guy. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> let's, let's refresh for the listeners' sake, because I'm already getting my head spun around. So, grew up right like around. Tom Riddle. Nobody liked him, but he hung out with snakes. Uh, his yep. driver's son was paid to hang out with him yeah. by his mom. And he lost his uh, his his booze. Uh, so, yeah, he's got no nuts, and he, he was fully castrated by a horse. Yeah. Um, he started in Museum of Natural History, and then somehow... <laughs> he's like, let's become Olympic Yeah, wants to be a wrestler. Even... Yeah. Wow, do you think... When did he lose his nuts? Because I feel like... He was, a ki- he was a kid. Wow, so he became an Olympic-level athlete with no nuts? <laughs> I'm just saying from a... F- I, I, have, I have bad news for you, Scones. There's an entire section of the Olympics well, no, I'm for just individuals saying, like, with From no a nuts. physiology standpoint, getting into a strength sport like <laughs> wrestling without the main organ well, that regulates testosterone... I think he went to the Olympics for the pentathlon, not necessarily the wrestling. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, like, that's the main organ that regulates, like, testosterone. Yeah, yeah, and, no, like... I understand what you're saying in that <laughs> context, yes. I'm not here to say, like, yeah. you have to have nuts. I'm just saying, like, physiologically, that's crazy. You've gone crazy. 
So, so he lost both, and contact sports like wrestling were forbidden to him growing up, which is weird because I feel like you'd be like, "What else is what? The, what's the worst that can happen here?" You know? Yeah. What is the worst? Um, <laughs> Let's get into it. Has, <laughs> <laughs> the injury may also have compounded his crippling insecurity and need to compensate. Regardless, or perhaps in part because of this, Dupont wanted to be involved and in the to be as involved in the sport as possible. Do you think so? You'd be more insecure. Do you think there's a way you yes. could you could Of course. What what if you were like I'm free? What wait, why would you think you wouldn't be? Cuz what if you're like I I'm lacking this weakness. No one can kick me in the nuts. You know you okay, so that's what you that's the angle you think he's thinking. No, not, not him, like, but I'm hey, saying could you spin this, this in a way that you're like I my one weakness <laughs> is gone. <laughs> I think you'd feel like an absolute outsider. <laughs> oh, for sure, but I'm saying how could you spin it? Okay, so you're saying if you were a PR team, how can you make him yes. the cool guy? Yeah, if I'm, uh, if it's like the movie, um, what's the movie where it's all the emotions in the guy's head? It's a Pixar movie. The inside em- the out emoji movie. So oh if no, it's inside, inside out, out, and I'm one of the people in his brain, and I'm like, how do we spin this so he's not sad all the time? Yeah, that's how I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest scared stupid. Everyone, check okay. it out. Check it out. Give it a give it a watch. So John DuPont later uh, had learned to become desperate for approval and belonging. He was determined to build a team of Olympic champions. Dude, I... And the wrestling community. Yeah. We're, in, we're using Discord right now, listener. A little inside baseball to communicate with each other. Yeah. And I had no idea that you could do these AKA nicknames. So I thought there was a third person yeah. listening in on our call called Luke from <laughs> Halloween Town. <laughs> But it's just yeah, Darcy. My server AKA, profile is Luke. Luke, Luke from Halloween you're AKA Town. Daddy Thick Train. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I didn't make that. You do know about this. I oh, I can't see mine. It says it. I'm making it the cover image for this episode. Excellent. <laughs> so, 1985, he opens a 14,000 foot uh, training center on his family's estate that he renamed Foxcatcher Farms. He poured himself into the sport as well as over $3 million into USA Wrestling, the sport's national governing body. It's such a weird move. I mean, it'd be. Yeah, he's. I mean, I'm also biased. If he was like, it's for basketball, I'd be like, this place is sick. <laughs> He'd be like, that. If he was like, yo, this is for slam ball only, oh, shit. I'd be like, imagine if Osama this bin dude... Laden went here instead of his own. <laughs> if he was hooping? He should have been hooping, dude. Uh, so Dave Schultz was DuPont's second choice for the t- face of Team Foxcatcher. At first, he'd hired Dave's brother, Mark, another Olympic gold medalist in his own right, to train his Foxcatcher team. Wow, so this family had two gold medalists? Uh, Yeah, they're both Olympic wasslers. Gee whiz. So it didn't take Mark long, though, before he became frustrated with the way DuPont treated him like a toy he'd bought with a $70,000 salary. We were his newest trophies, Mark Schultz recalled of DuPont. Wait, what year was this? Um, 1970. Wow, so 70 grand? Or 80s, 80s? Either way, that's a lot of schmola back then, dude. That's a lot of gweens. It's a big (laughs) bag of clams. Um, Mark claims that he deliberately threw his Olympic trial match just to keep DuPont from getting the satisfaction of the win. Wow. By 1990, DuPont had replaced Mark with his brother Dave Schultz. Mark and Dave Schultz were the only two brothers in sports history to win freestyle wrestling medals in the Olympic Games in 1984 and the World Championship, where Dave won in 1983 and Mark won in 1985. The boys were even honored by then-President Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. So that's pretty rad. 
Uh, Dave was ultimately a seven-time world and Olympic medalist and a nice guy to boot. Wait, have we talked on this program, this particular this program, this particular program about how the guy who shot Reagan is now out of prison and making music, and you can listen to his albums? <laughs> no. Oh, well, if you guys want to check it out, the guy who shot Ronald what? Reagan is somehow out of prison. Are you his agent? What are you, what are you talking Dude, about? <laughs> he's out of, first of all, because that's a crazy story. He's out of prison somehow, so you could just shoot the president, do like time, and be like, <laughs> just walk away. And he, he be like, yo, this EP was cooking. He makes like stripped down acoustic, like beautiful music, and he has an album out, and oh. it's like none of the music has to do with him shooting Ronald Reagan. Like, <laughs> I would. This guy not. has lived two crazy lives. None of the music has. If every track was like, by the way, shot. <laughs> if Ronald only Reagan. it was a little to the left <laughs> or like something crazy. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so let's. So see. they met Ronald Reagan, was... and then they were doing something. So yeah, they met Ronald Reagan. They're they're killing it in the Olympic t- uh, world. Um, and a little bit about Dave Schultz, who is now the head of Foxcatcher Team Foxcatcher. As a big kid with dyslexia, Dave wasn't a stranger to teasing. Perhaps that's why he felt compassion for the eccentric DuPont for whom he agreed to work despite what his brother told him about their difficulty working together. If it wasn't for Dave being a fox catcher, nobody else would have gone. He was a legend, just one of the best wrestlers in the world. So, uh, and apparently over the years in the training facility, DuPont becomes more uh, and more hard to work with and much less connected to everybody. So Dave Schultz turns out to be a godsend for Foxcatcher Farm. Most importantly, he was the only person who could handle John DuPont. After John DuPont lost his mother in 1988, his sanity started to crumble. Life at Foxcatcher Farm became a living hell. DuPont would insist that he could see Disney characters hiding on his property or trees uprooting themselves and marching around the estate. Wait. So <laughs> he's like going full Looney Tunes. Unless it's happening. Like unless it's real. That oh. <laughs> what a what a solid side to the line ourselves with. Hey, I'm always looking how to spin this baby. <laughs> Sp- Scones is a marketer at heart. <laughs> sure am. Uh so yeah, he's seeing hallucinations and shit. He opened fire on a flock of geese because he became convinced that they were using dark magic against him, and he removed all the treadmills from the building when he became convinced that they were turning back time. Again, we can't convince they weren't. <laughs> like Again, this is for a jury to decide. What if there was a, like a, a, a circle of geese <laughs> around a cauldron, like stirring it with little witch hats? <laughs> I'd start shooting, oh, dude. Them, uh, yeah, I'm pulling out the. I'm and there. Yeah, I would call up the guy. I would be like, "Yo, you put down the records, baby. We got some geese to shoot at, Ronald Reagan guy." And then, uh, what was the other thing he thought was happening? The treadmills were turning time back. Uh, the treadmills were turning back time. Wow. Well, that's that one's hard to spin. <laughs> Is that what the OK Go music video was about? Oh, here it goes again. Yeah, actually, every OK Go music video is about John Dupont. Yeah, oh, he, oh uh, here it goes again. That's turning back time. It's ooh. literally happening again. Uh huh. Uh huh. I I think we're all ladies and gentlemen. We figured it out. So, uh, John Dupont hires security contractors to check his floorboards for secret tunnels and his walls for hidden intruders, as he was sure they were spying on him every moment. Who's spying on him? He alleged. 
Are, are these just linked? Are the Disney characters intruders? Or are the geese? <laughs> the trees, geese, and Disney characters are all like, "We're gonna get you, John." Oh, geez, that's pretty scary. So he he allegedly was under the influence of cocaine and alcohol for much of these episodes. That's cocaine so. and alcohol. Well, I, you shouldn't combine those, listener. Well, I don't know. Do whatever you want. Do it responsibly. I'm not. You want to talk? You, you want to see Looney Tunes and turn back time on a treadmill, dude? But to, you got to get some cocaine and alcohol. Well, that's what I'm saying. To my knowledge, those don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if he was on LSD so, or something, I'd be like, okay. But mm, cocaine and alcohol did not make you see like witch geese. You just haven't had the good stuff, maybe. <laughs> Top shelf. This thing's called geese's brew. <laughs> um. So the coach's delusion spilled into his wrestlers' lives. He kicked out Kevin Jackson uh, and two other wrestlers, declaring that Foxcatcher was now a KKK organization and that no black wrestlers were allowed. Wild pivot into just overt racism. Yeah, I, that's, the spin zone is done. <laughs> I am not touching that one. That, I can't <laughs> fix that, buddy. Scones, you don't want to try and make this uh, no, he's, very he's cool? fish. You had me at geese, but now he's gone off the deep end. Wait, wait so like, even... sorcerers? <laughs> geese sorcerers, I can maybe, like, see, like, something cool about that. But uh, the KKK, there's nothing cool about that in any way, shape, or form. No. So then he goes on to pull a machine gun on wrestler Dan Chade. Is Dan Chade white? Uh, uh, That I do not know, but here's a quote from Dan. I was working out in the weight room. DuPont comes in and pulled a gun on me and said, don't you fuck with me. I want you off the farm. In a very aggressive way, I could tell he wasn't in the right state of mind. I cowered to him just enough to get him to back off. Then he left. I told local police the next day I went to the local courthouse, put in a report there, then the county courthouse. He was definitely getting closer and closer to doing something where somebody was going to get hurt. Yeah, right. They're rich. Oh, sorry. You meant he's doing something to get hurt. I thought you meant the judge. And I was like, the judge ain't doing shit. That family's loaded. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how America works, buddy. Yeah. The police were like, oh, we're, we knew about this day. Like, ago. at least three people have to die before rich people get in trouble. Right. Um, which kind of, I guess, makes all those boat accident things we're talking about make a lot more sense. Exactly. <laughs> According to one of Dave's friends, Mike Gostigian, Dave was the only person who could really handle John DuPont. Dave was the person closest to John. He was a calming influence, a confidant. But Dave wasn't a yes man. If John said he saw things coming out of the walls, Dave said nothing was coming out of the walls. Who do you believe? Uh, <laughs> really? He said, he said. <laughs> yeah, real uh, Marvel DC going on. Uh, I think John might have harbored some delusional fear of him. Gastigian seems to think that's why uh, what happened happened. But Probably. Here's what we know. So John DuPont, January. Okay, so hold on. Can I do another? Yeah. Again, there's so many things happening in this story. Yeah, give it, give a little summer rosy. So John DuPont, born Tom Riddle, horse, nuts removed. Yep. Uh, Natural History Museum started wrestling, became into wrestling, started a wrestling farm for beefcakes to come and train. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. Started seeing Disney characters, uh, became KKK, kicked out anyone who was black. Uh, held a gun to someone <laughs> and is now seeing stuff come out of the walls. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. A standard life path is the accidents for the average American. Are, are any of these linked? I, I, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I I mean, it sounds he sounds like he's a goddamn cuckoo. Right, but all the things that happened in his his childhood are like very bad. But uh, I mean, they're bad. But like, it's not the same kind of bad that like we see with the murderers of of years past. Right. So like, how did he go? It's not like so he got smacked crazy. in the head. He just had. A, yeah, I don't I think know. it's more. than... Although I don't know what the like. I don't know if losing your testicles at a young age is going to mess with your chemistry in some way. I don't. I had some know. pretty bad tummy aches, uh, and I'm not seeing stuff, you know. Oh, I thought you meant like after you lost your. No, no, no. <laughs> just saying. You know, like, I, I, I just had some really bad, bad stuff too. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Scones has had a tough, it was a tough time. It was a joke, but then you went silent, so that it sounded like I was legitimately I was very confused. That. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, my childhood was pretty sick. Uh, so. January 26, 1996, 2 p.m. John DuPont grabs a 44 Magnum and orders his security consultant, Patrick Goodale, drive him down to Dave Schultz's house. Dave's last words were, Hi, boss, with a smile and a friendly wave. DuPont answered him with a gun pointed at his head. He screamed, You got a problem with me? And opened fire, shooting Schultz dead on the spot. Well, first of all, that is horrifying. And second of all, yeah. What time did you say it was? 2 p.m. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you said 2 a.m. And I was like, I would never be like, hey, boss. <laughs> if my boss showed up, yeah, no, I'd be like, hey, I am off the clock, homie. <laughs> I'd be like, sir, I know you're my boss, but I am going to call the cops soon. Yeah. So Goodale's first instinct was to leap out of the car and check on Dave. Then he pulled a small pistol out from his holster, hidden in his ankle, and pulled it on DuPont. DuPont, though, just drove away and sealed himself up in his mansion where no one could touch him. Uh, when 911 operator asked why DuPont had done it, Dave's wife, Nancy, simply replied, because he's insane. So, yeah, there you go. As an official spin zone person, I can't really put it as any other way. <laughs> yeah. So for two days, 70 police officers and a whole team of SWAT members laid siege on John DuPont's home. Oh, shit. This they is tried like everything they I didn't know it was yeah. like Waco, Texas level. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they tried everything they could that might get a rational man out of his home, but in the end, all they had to do was turn off the heat. They were like, we got as pizza soon as he got too chilly. <laughs> <laughs> We've tried everything, sir. He didn't go for the pizza. Ooh, a fresh cup of coffee out here, John. <laughs> <laughs> so they turned off the heat, uh, and as soon as it got too chilly, John DuPont turned himself in. <laughs> uh, fucking classic. So I didn't know that part of the story. Wait. Yeah, cold is OP, dude. <laughs> they tried everything to get him out, and all they had to do was change the thermostat? Yeah. Well, you know how adult men get. True. My dad. Like, Somebody touched it, and he came walking yeah. out, and they grabbed him. <laughs> do you have any idea what that does to the electric bill? And then they got him. <laughs> so um, the victims got justice, but at the terrible cost of ensuing publicity. DuPont's lawyer tried to blame the whole thing on Patrick Goodale. She accused him of milking DuPont for his money and feeding his paranoid schizophrenia until he turned into a killer, dragging his name through the mud while the world watched from their living rooms. Dave's brother Mark went through his own personal anguish when the movie Foxcatcher hit theaters. In the film, it's heavily implied that he and his brother's killer had a homosexual relationship, and when Dave saw the final cut of the film, he exploded on Twitter, writing to the director... You think I'm going to sit back and watch you destroy my brother's name and the reputation I sweat and bleed for and bled for? You ain't seen nothing yet, dude. Wait. So he <laughs> he's insinuating that they just so added he's... that into the movie. <laughs> That's a wild I guess. thing to add. Uh, yeah, that would be <laughs> for I don't people know. that are 
very much still alive and still affected by this traumatic event. Yeah. Insane thing to do if that's not true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in time, Mark Schultz calmed down, but the damage was done. By then, the Washington Times had already written an article that said DuPont and Mark Schultz were rumored to be lovers, taking their story entirely from the film version. And Mark feared that he had forever been cemented in the public's mind as the lover of the man who killed his brother, Dave Schultz. Whoa. But the jury at least saw John DuPont for who he was. They rejected his plea of innocence by reason of insanity and sentenced him to prison. Oh, shit. He died in 2010 at the age of 72 behind bars. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm glad he got punished for something he very clearly did. But yeah. it's wild to me that a man like this could not get insanity because he is very much insane. Yeah. We've true. talked about less crazy people doing worse things on this podcast that have gotten the insanity yes. plea. Yes, I agree. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's a crazy story. Absolutely uh, insane. But YouTube was like, hey, you want to watch the part where he shoots Dave? And I was like, I guess. I haven't seen and, the, the full movie yet, but now I feel weird watching it if they weren't lovers, and that's just like a weird... Yeah, and they just like... I don't know why... They, I don't know. I don't know. Not that it would be a huge <laughs> deal, no but that's idea. a weird way to paint a victim. <laughs> yes. Like, if that's not true. Yeah, I, uh, that I do not know. <clears throat> Dude, one of the doors in my apartment just slammed shut, and I don't know what's happening. Oh? It's the ghost of John Hold on, I gotta go look. Uh-oh. Last podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> Entertain them, Darius. I'm gonna... I might never be back. Hey, listeners, just a uh, heads up. Scones is off to find out who's opening his door. In the meantime, check out Monday Morning Macabre on our socials, MM Macabre Pod on Twitter, Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram, and MondayMorningMacabre.com for episodes and Patreon and merch and all that jazz. All right, I'm guessing it was uh, just the uh, wind <clears throat> the dog's fine, and if the dog's not freaking out, okay. then I don't think I have anything to freak out. If the dog's fine. Dog's fine. So I just I informed everybody about our socials. Oh, excellent. And, uh, check yeah. them out. So, Scones is alive, and, and I hope you guys... And, oh, if you're listening to this, and? Halloween Spooktacular coming up. Vote your oh, yes. top five favorite episodes from season four. Uh, so, basically, from any episode after last Halloween. And uh, let us yep. know. Give us votes, messages, DM us any way you know how. We'll compile them, and we'll do a top five Spooktacular. Yes. And uh, besides that, I hope you guys have a great little week, and I love you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you.